Hey, what's up everyone? My name is Alan Delisle. I am the technical sales coordinator over here at Philips Precision. Welcome to Delivering Perfect Parts Faster. I want to say thank you so much for checking us out today. Here at Philips, we're a manufacturing laboratory where breaking bottlenecks with industry-changing work holding, cutting-edge technology, and process improvements are helping the industry deliver perfect parts faster. And if you like what you hear today, I encourage you to head over and follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check us out at www.philips-precision.com for access to guest info, company info, all of our product lines, as well as videos and demonstrations. And if you're looking for a better way to get parts through inspection faster, give us a shout. We have engineers and designers in-house to answer questions and help develop the effective concepts that you need to deliver perfect parts faster. We very much enjoy having you with us, so be sure to come back for future episodes as we continue our discussion with industry experts on delivering perfect parts faster. Thanks for checking us out again, and we hope that you enjoyed today's show. I want to introduce you to three very important people. Our founding father and co-owner, Mr. Steve Phillips, inventor of the world-renowned Pitbull Clamp, inspection arsenal, laser arsenal, and now the new M5 Edge Finder, as well as his lovely wife and co-owner, our business manager, Mrs. Kathy Phillips, who tirelessly works to keep our company glued together and running like a well-oiled machine. And finally, Mr. Victor Rinaldi, our lead engineer, who has the ability to take all of our concepts and ideas and make them a reality. Today we're going to be talking a bit about why inspection fixturing is the glue that bridges the gap between the future of manufacturing and where the lack of workforce leaves us behind. Please listen in closely as we explain the secrets behind what modular inspection fixturing can do for you. Kathy, take it away. Apologize for the background noise. We have a little bit of uh, production going on here in the background. So, um, you know, as manufacturing business owners, we face the same pains as our colleagues uh, globally. We work to compete through speed and accuracy by implementing new technology and processes and by expanding and educating our workforce. As a country, we've been living a skills gap in the trades, especially in manufacturing. I'm sure we could all agree to that. In Massachusetts alone, hundreds of machinists are leaving the workforce annually while we replace them between 50 and 100 a year through our local trade schools and community college advanced manufacturing programs. We need to keep the gap from widening as we backshore and grow the U.S. economy. I just read a report um, by the Reshoring Initiative, and right through the end of 2018, we have data that says a record 1,389 companies announced the return of 145,000 manufacturing jobs. That's a huge number when we're losing so many through attrition. Retirees are aging workforce and sometimes just, you know, career choice changes. This was the second largest year of job growth in history. It also includes data on nearshoring. That includes Canada and Mexico which also affects our U.S. economy. So for us, in our production and at the sale of our products, that will affect us in a positive way. Uh, and the report also indicates that 2019 is predicted to be another banner year for reshoring and job growth in this country. So we really have to uh, address the educational issues that we have and the stigma of advanced manufacturing as being a good and valid career choice. A lot of our employees come from 
a vocational background, deep, rich history of manufacturing. Um, Victor has a mechanical engineering degree, and he's an excellent designer, but he also cut his teeth in a machine shop. So understanding how things are made from, you know, a, from the block of aluminum to the point where you need to inspect it makes a big difference. Same with Steve. You know, he's been doing this his entire career. So as a machinist and a design engineer, you know, you get the both best of both worlds. So in our small way, we're doing our part to shed a little light by joining our local school boards and organizations to affect the curriculum and to meet with parents and we host seventh grade tours and so on. So that, you know, we feel like we're doing our part locally. But we're really excited about folks like Titan Gilroy of Titans of CNC and Jeremy Bout of Edge Factor, where they're leading the revolution and bringing awareness to the value of advanced manufacturing careers. It's huge. They're having an amazing impact on the country. You know, our, our government is actually taking notice, uh, infusing educational facilities with new equipment and training programs. So we're really excited to see the revolution back to valuing trades, especially in advanced manufacturing. So with our workforce educated and efficient, the other major way we compete is through technology and process improvements, right? So we're moving the uh, trend toward filling the skills gap and now speed makes our shop more profitable and the most effective solutions come from process improvements but especially fixturing a lot of times what we see in the industry and we've done trade shows and and you look at the statistics work holding is the most popular topic sought after by the attendees would it be fair to say that lack of qualified, educated people coming through the education system um, and coming into the industry would have a, an impact on the capability to be able to come up with a fixturing a solution, um, you know, that's an outside the box solution that could help to boost productivity more so than just a standard fixture, you know, I mean, I remember like Titan was talking about, if you have the ability to understand how this works and how fixturing works and how you can hold a part properly, that's where you're going to be you know, well above anybody else yeah, trying to do that too. Yeah, you have a leg up for sure in yeah. the competition. Um, well, if you think about uh, the aging population in the industry and manufacturing in general, a lot of times the m folks on the shop floor, the operators and machinists have moved up into the quality positions, right? So they may not have the amount of training that they need in some cases, but now that it's becoming such a big part of our industry, more and more people going in, uh, going in and being educated for inspection. There aren't many programs out there in the world that focus on inspection for inspectors. So the level of understanding, yeah, I think there's still a gap there between, you know, the features that they have to check and how to do that the most efficient way. And then now introduce a really complex piece of equipment to someone. You know, they have to figure it all out. And it's a big job. You know, a lot of folks are out there still using tape and glue and silly putty and one-off on the granite. And that's a really hard thing to repeat and produce the results over and over again. And if you have a run of 10,000 pieces, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. 
And if you go to most companies and you're looking in their inspection department, very typically you'll see a line of machinists going out the door, arms folded, attitudes are flaring, spindles are stopped because an inspector is, you know, plugging away, doing the best they can. And what we commonly see is an inspector building a fixture that he already built before a number of times. Um, you know, and so if they use our system, you know, a lot of times we can we can get a lot more throughput through that machine uh, very quickly. So that if you you build a fixture once, you put it on the shelf. Next time the job comes back, you plug it in, and away you go. A customer will approach us because they have a part that they know is good, and they can't prove it's good because of their process, and because we we understand the way we, you hold the part is going to affect the outcome. Uh, we've made a lot of fixtures uh, that made good parts look good, you know, because otherwise they would have been on the, the uh, rejected skid uh, headed for the dumpster. To expand on what you just said, the inspectors build the fixtures with the tools that they have. They use the same uh, holding rods and pins and, and, and plates that they're going to be using yet for the next part and the next part and the next part so they keep on breaking down and, and remaking the same assembly over and again and it's never exactly the same with our lock and load system you build that specific setup once and you can quickly remove it and put it back into the machine without having to break it down and rebuild it later again out in the shop you know, um, whenever we do machine jobs, we make a fixture. You know, we, we make a fixture that to be able to produce the parts efficiently, be able to hold them the way we need to hold them to, to get all the, the features to machine. Um, and it's very important to us to keep that spindle running. But for some reason, inspection isn't treated the same. Um, and if parts are sitting in inspection, and the spindles are stopped because we're waiting for, you know, the thumbs up from the inspector. That's costing the company a lot of money every hour for that it's just sitting there doing nothing. So, um, you know, I, I look at it like, you know, you're you're like the pit crew chief, right? And that car comes into the pit. You need to you need to be able to get that car, you know, uh, get the new the tires on, get everything switched around, and get that thing out as soon as you possibly can because otherwise you know you're losing place in, in the race so definitely i've um tossed out the question to cnc operators that i've talked to and, and asked them just hypothetically you know what would you do if you didn't have dedicated fixturing set up to run the jobs that you were that you were doing and you needed to do a whole run of them and they looked me right in the eye and said i wouldn't do it be so frustrating right yeah. so why do we do that to our inspectors yeah and i suppose even like the the process from a stock of you know just a raw stock of of a hunk of metal or plastic or anything and then every process from from that point till it gets to the cmm there that's all part of the quality process too mm -hmm. right because the efficiency and the quality starts as soon as the job starts, right. not when it goes to the CMM. It right. starts when it's a raw piece of stock. You locate that first edge and you start that first pass. That's when quality needs to begin. Yeah, right. yeah and a lot of the, the inspectors, the quality assurance engineers, 
uh, they have a full plate that they have to deal with. They don't have time to design fixtures and to build fixtures and stuff like that. So, so for them to be able to say, hey, you know, Phillips Precision, this is what we want to measure. Here's our print. This is what, what we're thinking. Um, you know, we can take the ball and run with it, and they don't have to think about it. Kennebec Manufacturing, they have their CNC machines right on the shop floor in the work cells, and they're swapping between like 70 part types per day. And you know, if you've tried to do that on a, a one-piece grid plate, I mean, it would be impossible, you know, to, to swap between 70 different part types and inspect 70 different part types every day. That's definitely quite an improvement in throughput and process to be able to pull something off like that. We are able to standardize so much to where the quote-unquote redundancy takes over and allows everybody's creative minds to be able to go past what their day-to-day -day work is and then they can be able to come up with more creative things because they're not focusing so hard on the day-to-day, the, the, the -day, you the know, daily the daily operations, exactly. So is, is inspection and quality something that is in the industry more important today than it was, say, 15 years ago? Absolutely. It's definitely the most important part, especially in the past, I would say, 20, maybe perhaps 30 years. A little bit of the time, the large industry have pushed down to the supplier the uh, uh, the task of inspecting the part and providing a part that is actually certified based on their requirements. And just in general, manufacturers have a lot more pressure on them to produce inspection reports. Large, large product companies put on their suppliers the responsibility of inspection, right? So. That's why we've seen such an increase in the number of CMMs and gauge arms and other equipment sold to machine shops like ours, um, because it's on us now to inspect everything and supply it, finished goods, perfect parts to the end user. So um, there's been a huge focus on metrology and inspection in the last several years. Yeah, and if you're a job shop today, even just a small job shop, if you want to survive, you better you better have a decent inspection department. Uh, if you have buyers coming into your shop and you want to show them your shop, one of the first things they're going to want to look at is your inspection department. So if you don't have a vision system or CMM in there, you're all done. Mm -hmm. They're not even going to want to talk to you. So it's it's. Uh, you know, for, for a lot of the smaller job shops, it's almost like having a salesman working for you. Right, a little marketing tool. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they uh, come in and they see a, you know, a nice CMM sitting there and they know that, they, you know, they see that you know how to use it. They feel like, all right, well, okay, we can take it, take it to the next step and right. we'll send you, you know, parts to at this level to machine and then you can work towards the next level. But they'd also like to see that you use it efficiently, I'm sure. You know, see an empty granite surface and no fixturing a lot of companies forego fixturing because it's so expensive and it just seems out of reach so companies large and small one cmm 20 cmm should be um, enhancing the value of that piece of equipment and using it to its fullest capability i guess from here like what do you guys see as far as um you know where the future of inspection could be going you know like we 
we've got this robotic fixturing coming down the pipeline and I feel that is that's a major a major improvement to where we have the lack of qualified personnel in the industry any way that we can alleviate the workload for the personnel that we do have is the reason why like the robotics and you know you know streamlining things like with our fixturing and stuff is so important because figure out the way to make it so that the least amount of people can do the most amount of work we can actually expand the number of people in the company who can inspect and, and share jobs, right? You kind of have that crossover on the skills matrix where um, until we you know, fill the gap in, in inspection as far as talent goes. So the 2015 ISO registration requirements now are all about uh, mitigating risk to the customer and it is huge to have uh, the skills matrix and the uh, cross-training so you know for me in inspection that's probably one of the most important areas where we need crossover we have a program set up here for that um, and can you imagine it you know we're a small manufacturer in a company that produces tens of thousands of parts a day you know machines you know in huge warehouse size facilities um, if they didn't have ease of use inspection tools you know th their production would suffer greatly you know they're they're either going to make bad parts in the second and third shifts because they don't have people to cover those shifts for inspection or they're gonna you know just have those spindles sit too long and that's money so so that kind of bridges the gap of skills and workforce versus technology, right? And everyone's worried that in manufacturing, robots are going to take over the world. And that's never going to be the case because we'll need people to run the robots um, and manage those work cells. And make it. And make, make the robots program and them program and them. And absolutely. Mm -hmm. Make any grippers for and, them. And inspect the parts for right. them. Yes, exactly. We're excited about looking into that as an option. And we've been asked by a few companies um, to try to solve those problems for them and our product line lends itself pretty well to that because of the docking rail and the and the interlocking nature of it um, so we're, we're excited to delve into that yeah one of them is down at the Danville Community College um, and they are putting together a um, advanced manufacturing program mm -hmm. they're putting together a complete lights out automated inspection lab that they were that they had come to us on to find out about one of our pneumatic vices that would be able to load in a part with a robotic arm inspect and then the robotic arm can unload it load the next one and so on and so forth and they can get the picture the, all the parts lined up with the fixture set up run the program hit go and leave and come back and they would just have an inspection report for them for all those parts for the next day yeah but you can, you can see also that if you look into the industry and you look at the big players you can see the trend. Uh, without a doubt, the technology is going to evolve further and further. There will be better vision system, better CMMs, and so forth and so on. But if you look at the large players, they all have the robotic in mind. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can we automate this? Can we do it lights out? Uh, and, and that's what we're here for. But we, we have been adjusting as well because we see how the technology is evolving, our ideas have been changing. Yeah, one of the things that, I'm, that I kind of get excited about is that, that uh, all the new ideas that we have coming, that we're working on on the drawing board, 
and um, and all this stuff that we, we're just scratching the surface. Thanks again for listening in. My name is Alan Delisle. I am the technical sales coordinator here at Phillips Precision. I encourage you to find us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Give us a shout if you have any questions at all. We are here to help you improve your inspection process and deliver perfect parts faster. And remember, the future is modular. Don't be left behind.